Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to our GSP Ace of the Day presented by Turner Tennis. We here at Cracked Rackets know how important it is to have the right grip on your racket to ensure your maximum performance whenever you step on the tennis court. That's why we are so excited to be partnered with our friends at Turner Tennis. Their Turner Grip, the only grip in the industry that gets tackier when you sweat, its performance in hot and humid conditions unmatched and of course that iconic trademarked blue color so beautiful it can be seen on the rackets of hundreds of touring pros and it can be seen on your racket starting tomorrow as well if you contact our friends at turner you can email them by emailing sales at unique sports.com or call 800-554-3707 you mentioned we here at cracked racket sent you they'll hook you up with free samples they'll hook you up with discounted college pricing as well treat you like family again Again, we are so grateful for the continued support we get from our friends at Turner. The least we can do, ask you to support them as well. Contact sales at uniquesports.com or call 800-554-3707. With that in mind, only two days left to go at the 2021 Wimbledon. You can hear the sadness in my voice. It's crazy to think. I can remember when there was no tennis. It doesn't feel like that long ago that we were all gearing up, getting excited for the resumption of ATP and WTA Tour play. And now we're almost through. Three Grand Slams here in the 2021 season. It's been a fantastic event. We have two excellent finals on our hands. Ashley Barty taking on Karolina Pliskova in on the women's side, on the men's side, Novak Djokovic's uh, quest to capture all four Grand Slams and an Olympic gold medal in the same season still alive. He'll take on first-time Grand Slam finalist, but a man who has clearly established himself amongst the elite on the ATP Tour in Matteo Berrettini. On yesterday's podcast, it was Berrettini or bust. All of our aces tied to him in some form or fashion, and thankfully, he delivered the goods for us here on our Ace of the Day segment. We had a couple of aces tied to him. Again, both the first set and the money line for Berrettini, minus 115, 0.75 units to win 0.65. He faced a bunch of break points in his 2-3 service game, but from there, gets two breaks to close out the set. 6-3, he delivers. We put .75 units on that to win .65. We also had over three and a half sets in Berrettini Hercots, minus 170. After Hubi got bageled in set number two, there's no denying. I was sweating a little bit here at CR headquarters, but thankfully, the Hubi we knew could emerge did just that. A hold serve with Berrettini throughout the third ends up taking the breaker, so that one delivers as well. .5 units to win 0.29. That victory 
covered our hedge, which was Hercots to win the first set, but Berrettini to win the match. Again, it was Berrettini or bust. We had him winning tied to everything, but thought there was a chance Hoopy might come out swinging. Now, he didn't have that run until the third set. Ultimately, it was too late, so unfortunately, that hedge ends up losing us a quarter of a unit, but overall, with the first set money line parlay hitting for Berrettini with the over three and a half sets hitting, we go 2-1-1 one one on the day, up .69 units overall. Hey, great shot. We still have one bet from yesterday still out there. Berrettini beats Hercots, but Ashley Barty was her money line. We parlayed with Berrettini. That was minus 103, one unit to win 0.97. Again, that's still in play, and that offers us a door, an opening, I should say, to a plethora of hedging opportunities here on day number 12 of competition, day 13 overall at the 2021 Wimbledon. You look at our record here on this ace of the day segment. We have 23 victories, 19 losses, three outstanding bets, up 7.99 units. Now, again, I guaranteed we were going to end this slam in the positives. I've dangerously aggressive here on Saturday, and that will certainly uh, cause perhaps some conservative uh, picks on Sunday because I will be ending in the positives, folks. If we are up eight units with two days left to go and I squander all of this away, I should not be doing this for a living, but I'm feeling pretty good heading into the home stretch. Again, 23-19-3 overall, up 7.99 units, two days to go. With that in mind, here are my picks for Championship Saturday, the ladies' singles final, Ashley Barty versus Carolina Pliskova. It's time for today's picks for our GSP aces of the day. Let's start with another prop bet. I really liked the feeling of person you think going to win the match is the person who you think is uh, who is going to win the first set is the person you also think is going to win the match. And in the case of the women's final, I'm a believer in Ashley Barty to both take the first set and the match. She's minus 125 to do so. You look overall in terms of the odds for her tomorrow. She is the favorite in this match. I believe she is minus 240 over Carolina Pliskova at this point. You can understand why. All of the advanced metrics point to Ashley Barty. According to Tennis Abstract's ELO rating, she's number one in overall ELO. She's number one in 2021 ELO. She is a top five server right now on the WTA Tour. Her hold percentage of 79.3% trails only Jennifer Brady and Naomi Osaka over the last 52 weeks. You look for her as a returner. She's not a fifteen, a top 15 club member. She's not even one of the seven players who's in the top 20 club, but she is one of the top 11 players to be in, if you include it, the top 26 club because she's 26th in break percentage. You look for her over her last 52 weeks, that number at 37.5%. That would be a new career high for Ashley Barty, who has gotten better and better at each level little individual aspect of her game. You look at just the way she's hitting through the ball cleanly now, in particular the backhand wing. She didn't play in 2020. It feels like she really didn't improve on that side over that time period. The slice still so dynamic and particularly effective on these grass courts. And then, you know, the biggest question coming into this tournament for Ashley Barty was just how healthy is she? Because you look at her record overall over these last 52 weeks and all of these matches for her played in 2021. She's 34-6. Six. Her six losses, Goff, Sabalenka, Bedosa, Collins, Mukova. That's it. I mean, she had to withdraw from her second round match against Magda Lynette at the French Open, but that was a withdrawal due to injury. And so 
Again, when she's been healthy and on court, she's been dominant. You look at her record, 15-5 and five against top 50 players, 11-1 against the top 20, 6-1 against the top 10, her only loss being a three-set loss in the Madrid final to Arena Sabalenka. You look for her this season, she's won three titles, made four finals, she's winning over 85% of her matches. That is what a prime season looks like of one of the most significant players in WTA history. Now, I'm not saying Ashley Barty has solidified herself in that place in in history, but when you look at the primes of players like, I mean, Serena, Navratilova, Chrissy Everett, uh, you know, they are perhaps exceptions in that. They were in the 90 to 95% range, but even the Monica Sellises of the world or just the Justine Ennins of the world, the Venus Williams of the world, their prime seasons, and then, you know, correspondingly on the men's side, perhaps not the Djokovic, the Federer, the Nadal, very, very best seasons, but the Edbergs of the world, the Agassiz, the Sampras, they win 85% of their matches. They make finals in about half of the events they play. They win titles in about 60 to 70% of those finals they make. That's exactly what Ashley Barty is doing here in 2021. And the only cap uh, feather she's missing in her cap is that Grand Slam title here in 2021. Again, you look for Barty. Uh, she's now 53-15 and 15 in her career on grass courts. And she didn't play a grass court tournament in the buildup to this event. Used that first week as a warm-up. Drops her first set and only set of the tournament in her first-round match to Carla Suarez-Navarro. Since then, straight set victories over Blinkova, Sinyakova, Krejcikova. Tomjanovic, the particularly impressive performance in the semifinals over Angelique Kerber, 6-3-7-5 victory for Barty on that day. I mean, just physically, she answered the question. She's gotten better and better from a tennis perspective as the tournaments progressed. You look for her in that match against Kerber. I mean, she was so, so exceptional on her first serve. She was only broken once in the match. And you look for her, again, in terms of the percent of success she was having on her first serve points. Ashley Barty won over 80% of her first serve points in the match. You look for her, uh, her number 88%. I believe she dropped, I think she was 30 of 41 for the match. She also won 52% of her second serve points, converted two of her five break point chances, got that break back in the second set, took care of business, raced out to a 5-0 lead in that second set tie break. Her serve, her forehand are often the biggest weapons in any match she plays. And, you know, again, you look for her at the slams when she's healthy over these past two seasons. And, you know, with the two being the 2019, not the 2020 season, in her case, since uh, making the the round of 16 at the 2018 U.S. Open. Here are her, her, her results at the Slams. Quarterfinals Australia, she won the French Open, round of 16 Wimbledon, round of 16 U.S. Open, semifinals Australia, quarterfinals Australia, had to withdraw from injury from the French Open, now finals here at Wimbledon. Doesn't that sound like a player who's solidifying themselves at the top of the game? We keep looking for that dominant figure, that... <clears throat> prohibitive force in the women's game that everyone's going to be chasing after over the next five seasons. And on a hard court, I think we all agree that it's Naomi Osaka. But everywhere else in the week in, week out, 
I think we can all agree now it's Ashley Barty. And, of course, we want to see her win another Grand Slam title because you win one, that's awesome. You win two, that first one's not a fluke. We have to take you super, super seriously as a contender in every slam you play. And I would argue we're already at that place with Ashley Barty. I think a lot of people would as well. She gets this title. It's no longer an argument. She will enter every slam she plays over the next five years as on the short list of the three players that will be favored to win the title. She's been that good of late. This run here solidifies that fact. There's a reason she enters tomorrow's match as the favorite. And, you know, for those reasons, I think she's going to beat Karolina Pliskova tomorrow. You look for them career head-to-head, already a 5-2 to two advantage over Pliskova. She's won the last three matches they've played. Now, two of those three went three sets. And it's worth noting all of their ma- they've played on every surface. They've played twice on grass courts. They're one in one overall. Barty beat Pliskova back in 2012 at a 50K, 7-6 in the third. Pliskova returned the favor in Nottingham 2016, a 7-6, 7-6 victory. Again, you look for Ashley Barty. Four of her five wins over Pliskova have come in three sets. And that's where you get to the Carolina Pliskova side of the equation. You look for Pliskova here in this event. She's been phenomenal. She dropped only one set the entire tournament. Now, she's only played one seed, but she dropped the one set against that second seed, Arena Sabalenka, in the semifinals. But guess what? She dropped one set. She dropped serve once in that match against Sabalenka. And for Pliskova in the prime of her career, which she was not playing at that level earlier in this 2021 season. But in her prime, she was always a player, top five server on the WTA Tour, someone who was consistently winning around, you know, 71 to 73% of their first serve points. Not quite Serena Osaka territory, but just the tier below and certainly amongst the elite on the women's side. She was holding serve over 75% in four of the last five seasons entering this year. And then Look, has struggled this season with the first serve percent. She's at 62% with, you know, the hold percentage. She's at 67%, which is 9% below her career average. She's been fine as a returner, but that game was, her game has always been predicated on that serve. On the plus one in tennis, it allows her to play in her service games. And then the aggressive cuts, it allows her to take as a returner. And her feel, her contact point, her racket talent has never been questioned, but Certainly, she is not the most dynamic mover on the WTA Tour, and thus it's really important for her to be playing on her front foot for her to be the one dictating during rallies. That's exactly what she's done throughout the course of this Wimbledon. You look for her straight set wins over Zidancic, Vekic, Martinsova, Samsonova, Golubic, and then the three set win over uh, Sabalenka, of course, Samsonova had won a title in the lead-up on grass courts to this Wimbledon. Gullibic, I think, like 45-16 and 16 now over her last 52 weeks. So even though on paper they're not the most impressive wins, they are still impressive with that added context for Karolina Pliskova. And of course, again, you look for her uh, on grass court. She's had a ton of success on them throughout her career. She's won 69% of her matches on the surface, 61 and 27. That's better than her career win percentage of 64%. You look at her on this surface. She has made uh, seven finals entering this one again. So this is now her eighth final on a grass court 
against Ashley Barty. She was a two-time Eastbourne champion. She won that Nottingham title in 2016 where she beat Barty. She has had success on a grass court, and that experience, that pedigree on this surface, it's played out throughout the course of this event with so many of these young players inexperienced and suffering early losses or just still struggling to find their form. She has not. She has served comfortably. It's allowed her to be aggressive as a returner. Her ability to handle and redirect pace, change direction, go down the line for broke when she's on the run she's got so much racket talent and she showed it off and so again why have her matches i mentioned it four of barty's five wins over pliskova have come in three sets you look in the seven matches they've played uh four of them have gone the distance one of them was six and six it's because pliskova's got the sort of power to disrupt what ashley barty wants to do in particular why can she play plus one tennis against barty serve to the barty backhand and barty's gotten better at it i thought she did a really good job of swinging through that side against Kerber, but you know, Pliskova presents a power problem that Barty didn't have to face against an Angelique Kerber, didn't have to face against an Alia Tomjanovic or in the quarterfinal either. And so Pliskova will have some chances to attack off of that return of serve, and she's going to have to be decisive and swing freely. And that's what she's done so well all tournament long. However, despite all of that, I still think Barty's serve and forehand are the biggest weapons on the court. And when you can get Pliskova on the move and she's not able to dictate from the center of the court, obviously she's a very different player. And of course, I do think Ashley Barty's one of, you know, five, six players in total who have the sort of physical fitness, have the sort of movement skills to absorb the first strike of a Carolina Pliskova, to not only absorb it, but to redirect it, to move that ball into the outer third, to just give Carolina Pliskova problems. And so, again, when I look at this matchup, yes, Pliskova, I think, is going to have some success holding serve. Yes, I think the fact that she's the underdog will allow her to swing freely, particularly, you know, if she goes down a first set as I anticipate she might. But I just think Ashley Barty's the best player in the world right now. I just think, again, her game, her aggressiveness, her ability to turn defense into offense, her movement, her both laterally and vertically, and just all of her skill set. Uh, she's an all-court player. She's number one in the world for a reason. And for that in mind, tomorrow, once again, we're going Barty or bust for our GSP ace of the day picks. You start again with the prop bets. I want Barty to take the first set and the match minus 125, 0.5 units to win 0.4. I just think she's come out and, you know, she's won the first set in every match she's played this week. And that's not to say, you know, Pliskova has done it in five of the six and the way she bounced back against Sabalenka. So impressive. But I just think Barty's going to put so much pressure on her early on, make a ton of returns. And then, you know, that serve, that first strike that Barty's able to come up with. And then, you know, the slice that can also, when she's able to set her feet and hit the slice, get that ball low on Pliskova, break her rhythm, not allow the ball to sit cleanly in her strike zone. I just think it's going to give Carolina Pliskova too many problems. I think Barty's going to be locked in again. I'll take Barty to win the first set and the match minus 125.5 units, excuse me, to win 0.4. I do think Pliskova's power, though, is going to give Barty some problems. And so when you look at the over-unders and, you know, the parlay bets I want to make, let's start first with an over-under there. I think Pliskova gets a set. I really do. I think that first serve going to the Barty backhand is going to allow her to hold serve. And if she goes down a set, it will allow her that much more to swing freely. And I think that first set, it's going to be nervous. And, you know, again, for Carolina Pliskova, when was the last time she played in the quarterfinal of any slam, let alone a final? The last time she played a quarterfinal 
uh, a semifinal, excuse me, was the 2019 Australian Open, the only other final she's made at the Grand Slams in her career 2016 U.S. Open. So certainly there'll be pressures to start, and that's why I like Barty to take that first set because if things are, if it's broken tennis, I think Barty's better at broken tennis, but. As Pliskova settles into this match, her serve, the way she's been hitting it, and the confidence with which she's playing, I think it's going to give Barty some problems. And then, of course, it, there's nothing less uh, or more difficult than closing out a Grand Slam match. So give me Pliskova to take a set in this match as well. Now, again, you look at the odds for her to do so, plus 145 for them to split and go the distance. I like that feeling. I'm going to throw half a unit on it to win 0.72. I feel like a three-setter in the final is the sort of climactic finish we deserve to what has been a fantastic Wimbledon that's ace of the day number two. In terms of, you know, again, one other parlay I'd throw into the mix. I'd say a Barty, because I do think Barty wins this match, minus 240. We're doubling down on her. I'm going to parlay her with Djokovic, minus 550 over Berrettini. I just, I've, I don't think Berrettini, I don't think Djokovic is getting beaten. And again, he wins, uh, Barty wins this match. Then we have some more options in terms of the hedging we can do with Matteo Berrettini tomorrow. But give me Barty plus Djokovic, uh, one unit, minus 149 to win, 0.67 units. That's ace of the day number three. Now, in terms of the hedging, in terms of the outstanding bets, because we've got some options here with Ashley Barty. Coming into today, we had her to win the tournament, plus 210, one unit to win 2.10. We also have Barty tied to a parlay with Berrettini from yesterday. He won his match, so now all she has to do is win minus 103, one unit to win 0.97. So we've got two units on the line to win 3.07 on Barty to win already. We've got a lot tied to Barty there, and in total we've got one, two, three, four units of wagering on Ashley Barty winning tomorrow, or I suppose three and a half, or the match going the distance. So in order to hedge just a little bit, the option I think in my mind, Pliskova plus 195 over Barty, those are good odds. You know what make them great? If you hedge it and parlay her with a Djokovic win over Berrettini. And then again, that keeps us alive tomorrow no matter what. So we're doing a double parlay option here, both the Barty and Pliskova money lines with Djokovic. It'll just give us another thing to play with tomorrow. And then again, should Pliskova win, the hedging options become that much more entertaining for us on the Berrettini side. I know it's a slight bailout. It's a slight hedge. But again, we've got plenty of outstanding money on Barty already. Just in case she does lose, Pliskova has played out standing to recoup some of the money we have out there. We'll throw the slight hedge on Pliskova, plus 195 over Barty, parlayed with Djokovic minus 550 over Berrettini. That bet is plus 248. That's why I threw Djokovic in the mix. It becomes that much tastier. One unit on that twin, 2.48. Again, that one unit may sound heavy, but we've got a lot out there already on Barty. So if Barty wins, we'll more than get that unit back. If Barty doesn't, keeps us alive heading into the final day of Wimbledon. But again, your aces of the day here for Championship Saturday, the ladies' singles final. We're going to take Ashley Barty to take the first set and the match, minus 125, 0.5 units to win 0.4. We're going to throw over two and a half sets in Pliskova and Barty, plus 145, 0.5 units to win 0.72. We're going to double up on the parlays, one with Barty, one to hedge. A Barty-Djokovic moneyline parlay, minus 145. 49, one unit to win 0.67. We're also going to hedge, throw 
Pliskova's money line with Djokovic as well, plus 248, one unit to win 2.48. Again, that's just in case Barty isn't able. So I suppose it's Barty or bust with a slight hedge. And then one of the aces that are still out there, Barty to win the tournament, one unit to win 2.1. Barty, Berrettini, parlayed together, one unit to win 0.97. Those are your aces of the day, our plays for Saturday, day 12 of competition, day 13, I suppose, overall, at the 2021 Wimbledon. Of course, if you have missed out on any of the action, you can catch up on it all on our website, crackrackets.com. Hop on over to the mini break podcast feed if you want to hear about the matches that have happened on any individual day. Of course, if you need the more immediate updates, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, we are at Cracked Rackets. You want to message me directly, I am at Great Shot Pod. A shout out, as always, to our super producers, Max Fligner and Daniel Westoff, for the f*** of an editing job they do day in, day out. A shout out as well to our friends over at Turna Tennis. Remember, contact sales at uniquesports.com or call 800-554-3707 to join the Turna Tennis family today. But with that in mind, for our fantastic super producers, Fligner and Westoff, our friends over at Turna, and all of us here at both Cracked Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You know what we say? Hey, great shot, and may the odds be ever in your favor. Good luck, everyone. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart with our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com 